you have to first uncover what really is important to you. The thing that really lights a fire in your soul, like, oh my gosh, I can't help but take action on those things because they are so important to me before you set out to actually write your goals. Hey, teacher friend, welcome to the Simply Teach podcast, a podcast for teachers by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson, and each week I bring you a podcast full of practical and helpful ideas from teachers. We all know that teaching is really hard work, and I want this podcast to be a place for you to not only find ideas, but to also find encouragement and motivation. Hey, y'all, and welcome to episode number 81. I am so excited about this week's episode. Ecstatic might be a better word. Y'all have heard me talk a bajillion times about power sheets. And this week, I've got a whole episode dedicated to power sheets and an interview with the COO of Cultivate What Matters, which is the company behind the power sheets. Kaylee Hobbs, we're going to be talking with her today. I believe so deeply in the power of goals and not just your typical New Year's resolution type goals, but the goals that actually are going to help you accomplish the things that you want to look back on in 20, 30, even 40 years and say, that decision I made that helped me get here to where I am today. So in this podcast, like I said, I'm talking with Kaylee. We're going to be talking all about the importance of setting goals. But before we jump into all things goal setting, I have a few reminders, actually a lot of reminders. So everything is going to be in the show notes. Just click there for all these links. First, I need your help figuring out what you want to see in 2021. Head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash survey to let me know what kinds of things that I can create for you to help you be more organized in the classroom. Also, if you'd like to help support Simply Teach by sponsoring an episode, I would love that and love for you to visit the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash sponsor. Thank you to Talitha who donated and is helping to sponsor this episode that you are listening to today. Also, I have a fun idea for a gift guide episode, but I need your help again. If you own a small business or you know a small business that creates things that teachers would love to get for a holiday gift or a thank you gift, then head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash gift to fill out that form. If we can get enough responses, then we will do a gift guide episode later on in this season of the podcast. Okay, and lastly, next week, you are not going to get a normal Simply Teach episode. Next week, I'm going to be dropping a mini-series on racism in education. So each day next week, you're going to be getting an interview on how racism plays out in education and what we as educators can do about it. Be sure that you're subscribed to Simply Teach. Tell your friends about it. I know as teachers, we are desperate to figure out what we can be doing and that's what I attempt to do in these in this series with these conversations with these women is give teachers some ideas and directions about where to start and where to go from here. Okay, enough reminders from me. We will start the episode with my interview with Kaylee, and then I'm going to pop back in at the end to give you some thoughts on goal setting specifically for teachers. If you are listening to this episode and find yourself thinking, I want these, or I need to learn more about these, then all you have to do is head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash power sheets. I've got a ton of info over there to help you. Here is my conversation with Kaylee. Hey, Kaylee, welcome to the Simply Teach podcast. 
Hi, Kelly. So glad to be here. Also, I just realized our names are very similar. <laughs> as soon as <laughs> like I said, hey, Kaylee. Confusing. Yes. As soon as I said, hi, I, I realized the exact same thing. I am <laughs> so excited to be chatting with you today. We talked a little bit before we started recording. I am a huge lover and supporter of Cultivate, Cultivate What Matters and Power Sheets and everything that y'all are doing. So I'm super excited to be talking with you today all about goal setting and power sheets. So will you start out by just introducing yourself to the audience and telling us a little bit about what you do? Because you aren't a teacher, which is normally who I talk to. <laughs> be like, wait, where's the connection here? Yes. Well, I should have a caveat. My roommate is a first grade teacher. So I do feel like I am, have close ties um, to the teacher world, but uh, you're right. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I do. I hear some really entertaining stories, especially having kids be on Zoom as of late. Oh my gosh, my roommate has some hilarious stories. Um, anyways, uh, my name is Kaylee and I am the chief operating officer for Cultivate What Matters. So I essentially help run the marketing and operations side of the business. And I work closely with our CEO, Laura, um, to execute her vision for our community and our products and the content and teaching that we provide to the women who use our products. And I've been on the team for a little over three and a half years now. I started off doing customer delight and managing our shop and have had just a wonderful opportunity to get my hands on multiple aspects of our business from product development to testing materials for our products, um, to writing some content, um, and then obviously getting to interact with a lot of our customers and help them uh, make a great buying decision um, by being our customer delight gal. I love that name, customer delight. It's so fun. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. We like, we're never really content with just like, she's a marketing execution person. We're like, has to be something really creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it, which I, it's fun. Can you expand on what Cultivate What Matters is and what it is that yes. y'all, like who y'all serve and what y'all do? Yeah, great question. So we really help women to dream big and identify where they want to be in the big picture. So that sounds a little fluffy, um, <laughs> but really it's as simple as what are the things that you've always dreamt of doing or thought about doing, but maybe you've either like thought, oh, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy for that, or I'm just not capable. And we help put action plans to those ideas and help women to really make progress on the things that they've always wanted to do. So practically speaking, that looks a lot like teaching and content in what's called um, power sheets, which is our goal planner. And um, so we walk women through this really powerful prep work process. Um, it's about 30 pages it really helps women to uncover what really matters to them. At the end of the day, you know, when you're 80 years old, what is going to be the most important thing um, about your life, about who you are, and what are you going to look back on and be really proud of that you did? And from there, we help you break it down and actually create action plans and turn those into goals um, for the year ahead. So I love how you like talked about helping women who like have these big dreams or these big visions for their life, but they don't know, they don't have the time or they don't know where to start. And that's why I think my audience has heard me talk about power sheets ad nauseum for a couple of years now. Um, <laughs> because like when I found them, I found them to be so helpful 
to me and helping me figure out those things um, and map out those dreams and those goals. And I think as teachers, we struggle a lot with separating like work life from home life. And especially newer teachers who are just getting into the classroom, like all of their time is spent at school or working on things for school from home. Like, right. I'm sure you've seen this with your roommate, um, that she spends so much time crafting lessons for her kids and doing all this stuff. And I think that's great. I think we need teachers that care about their kids and, um, want to serve them and do what's best for them. But I also like one thing I talk a lot about and teach a lot about is how important it is that we prioritize ourselves too, because if we can't prioritize ourselves, then we're pouring from an empty cup and we can't be what we want to be for our kids. Um, and so that's why I think power sheets is such a powerful tool for teachers to help them kind of gain back some of that, uh, lost identity or lost time Mm -hmm. or just loss of doing things that they care about. Yeah. And I love that so much because we, I mean, it's the same for anyone, right? Like you can work 10 hours a day and lose sight of the things that really matter to you. Um, so, and that's great in theory. Like, I feel like all of us would be like, oh, we need balance, but how do you have a tool that actually equips you to follow through with that? And that's really where power sheets come into play with our tending list. So the tending list is what you fill in every month. And that's kind of your accountability partner, um, to mark progress and keep track of the things that you've set out and said, you know, these are the things if you're carrying like and juggling five balls, like these are the three balls I can't drop this month. And it's okay that these other two balls, like kind of, you know, we're going to focus on these three balls. And that's what the tending (laughs) for lack of a better analogy, like the tending list helps you to focus on what's really important. So if that is like, if you do struggle with separation and boundaries. And then that could be something that you like focus on in your tending list. So can you break down like what the difference, because I'm sure there are people that are going to look at the title of this episode in the first five minutes and hear us talk about goals (laughs) and they're going to either be like, yes, I'm so excited. Or no, I like this. I'm not a goal setter. I hate this. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I feel like even the people who are really excited about goal setting after the year we've had, yeah, you know, might, might be feeling like goal is a little bit of a four letter word, right? Like it's more popular to just like, Oh, quarantine or, Oh, stay at home. Like this is just a season to watch Netflix and like, we'll live our lives starting next year when a vaccine comes out. And so I think it's important to just acknowledge that goals are possible right where you are with what you have. And I think, um, Yeah. Just putting that out there first. But I used to think, oh my gosh, I used to roll my eyes when a teacher would tell me like, oh, we're going to write smart goals for the quarter. I was like, and that is what teachers like boring. And I'm sure that's what, when people see this podcast episode, that's what they're going to think because they make a classroom as teachers for our kids. Well, and like, oh my gosh, Kelly, just like (laughs) sound of that takes me back to like, I'm like, I don't really, I don't really want to write goals. These things don't really matter to me. It sounds boring. And the thing is, is like goals, just how you get there, right? Cultivating what matters is the goal in the end, right? Like, but the goals that you set are really just to help get you there. So, um, we really help women to like cultivate what matters. And the avenue to that is setting goals, um, and tracking them. So the missing puzzle piece, I think for when people are just like, oh, set some smart goals for 
what you want this quarter to look like is that those things don't really matter to them. And you have to first uncover what really is important to you. The thing that really lights a fire in your soul, like, oh my gosh, I can't help but take action on those things because they are so important to me before you set out to actually write your goals. A lot of people talk about having a why, and that is kind of what we're alluding to is like, you can have a goal to lose 20 pounds, but, or 30 pounds, 50 pounds. But if the goal doesn't really like, is it, if it's not attached to anything that matters to you, then you're probably not going to be that motivated to take action on it. Uh, when it's like three weeks into your goal and it's six in the morning, you're like, uh, you know what? I think I'd rather sleep in today. However, when it becomes, um, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds so that I can walk my daughter down the aisle. I can be healthy enough to, you know, be able to run around with my children. Like those are the things that we help women to see and envision for their life of, okay, this is why I want to do X, Y, and Z. So for people that don't like goal setting, they've probably done it the really boring way <laughs> where they just like pull it out of their head or like, oh, I should probably do that. You know, it's, it's a good thing to be in shape or it's a good thing to do this. Like, okay, I'm going to try that. And they just either pull it out of hat and it's not that exciting or motivating to them. And yeah. And then you end up failing like most of the, I think 70% of people that set new year's resolutions end up falling off by February 12th, I think is the date. So yeah, I I don't know. Cultivate what matters. We make goal setting fun, which seems like maybe an oxymoron. Um, But (laughs) y'all are a fun group of gals. That's for sure. (laughs) I I like to think so. (laughs) Well, and I love what y'all, like the first time I went through this prep work at the beginning of the journal, um, the, the whole question of like, where do you want to be when you're 80? What do you, what do you want life to look like when you're 80? I think that's where it comes back for me. Like that's something that I didn't used to really think about. And now it's like kind of a, I wouldn't say I think about it every day, but it's like on my radar, you know? And I think sometimes we are so busy living, which is great, but we forget to think about like, what do we want to leave this earth having accomplished or, you know, and a lot of times those things are, um, more to do with family and legacy and all those kinds of things. But we get so caught in the weeds of like, Oh, I need to check this off my list or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does that look like for you, Kelly? Like, where do you want to be when you're 80? So what I like in really terrible drawing drew on my first time that I did power sheets was like a house with a lot of land around and like kids, like my adult kids and their, like their kids, my grandkids running around. Um, my husband is probably over there, like turned off his video game. Like, hmm, what is she saying? Cause I don't think I've ever even like really told him this. Um, but yeah, that's like what I envision for myself is just family and community and like being close with the people that I love most. Yeah. What I love about that Kelly is that you now have that picture in your mind and you're able to filter decisions through that. And I know it feels so far away but it really does like focusing on that and sitting down with your power sheets once a month um, to do your attending list and to write out your goals. And then in December, when we do the prep work ahead of the new year, I feel like all of those things help really make an impact on how you live your life for that year. And what's funny is just hearing success stories from people who use power sheets is like those things actually become true. Like it's, it's really funny to just have that vision in your mind. And then a few years later, you're like, wait a minute, 
this is totally what I was dreaming about whenever I sat down to do my power sheets four years ago. And what we like to say in the office is um, it's possible with power sheets because a lot of people have these dreams or ideas of what they want their life to look like. And it just feels really impossible where you're like, well, I don't have all, I don't have all the puzzle pieces yet for that. And that's kind of how I feel about um, my life. When I look at where I want to be when I'm 80, it does involve a husband and children and I am single right now. So it's like, how do I, how do I take those things? Okay. If I want to be, have grandchildren and have a really good relationship with them where they come to me for advice and just see me as someone who is wise and relatable and just all these things. I have this idea of who I, or what I want people to think of me, what I want my family to look to me for. And like, well, how do I actually make progress on those things now? Like that seems, you know, not possible, but it really does become a filter in my mind of like, okay, I'm going to sit down and for me, I am a believer. So I sit down and read God's word every morning. And sometimes I don't really want to, but then it does like, that is what motivates me to actually make progress on the things that I've set out to, because I filtered it through, okay, this is what's going to matter to me. So these are the ways that I can prepare for that now. So, yeah, I, I just, I love how this idea of looking ahead at what you want your life to look like or what's going to matter to you most and how that subconsciously becomes a filter mm-hmm. then for how like you either have a choice to continue making progress or like jump ship. And that's where cultivating what matters really is, has the secret sauce of like, okay, it's just like gnawing at you where you can't help but take, take action on these things. Yeah. Well, even just like sitting right here, like sitting here right now talking about this and I might have my editor cut this out because this isn't necessarily needed for the podcast, but like (laughs) I'm in a really like big place of decision-making at like what these next few years are going to look like for me since we are moving back home. And obviously like I am prepared to get my power sheets. I've already sent out my survey to my audience. Like I need your information on what you want from me, like by November. So that way I can (laughs) work on my power (laughs) sheet and like figure out, you know, what I want it to look like. Yeah. Um, but until you like, just ask me right now, like, what is my dream when I'm 80 kind of thing? Like, I haven't even thought about me right now in this place of like decision-making and figuring out what it looks like. I haven't even filtered it through that lens because when I think about it like that, I'm like, Hmm, okay, well maybe that kind of changes things Mm -hmm. for me, but I just haven't sat down to do that part yet, you know, for this year or for this upcoming year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that we're inundated with so much information about who we should be and what your life should look like, what success looks like. And power sheets really help you to redefine all of those things and help you to define your own version of what success looks like. And I think that is really powerful in the age that we're in, like just the world that we live in with social media and being Mm -hmm. able to have so much access to what other people are doing. Um, I mean, we've subconsciously told ourselves so many different stories of like, this is what I should be doing. Is it like, maybe not like if you're like hoping to focus on your children, then like, maybe you shouldn't be (laughs) like, you're, that's not like the story for you to like spend all of your time, like away from home or I don't know. I think that is just so powerful. And what I loved about what you said was like you're going into setting all these plans, like without even like filtering it through the lens of like, okay, this is what would be 
icing on the cake for me. Like when I, when I'm 80 and like, that's, what's most important Mm -hmm. to consider. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So can you walk through, um, like we kind of already talked about how power sheets is different from goal planning. Yeah. You know, smart goal planning, whatever. Can you kind of walk through what the process looks like for somebody listening right now and doesn't really have a whole lot of knowledge, but is maybe kind of piqued by what we're talking about, um, their interest is peaked. Can you kind of walk through like what that process looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what's funny is a lot of people buy power sheets with goals in mind. Maybe you don't, but a lot of people are like, okay, I have kind of this thing that I want to make happen. Or oftentimes, actually, I think what happens is when people reach checkout, like they're like ready to pull the plug and buy power sheets and invest in them. They're like, you know what? I don't feel like these things are possible. I'm not going to follow through. They're discontent with the way life looks right now, but they don't, don't really know what it would look like to have that be better. And I think there's a little bit of like wanting to hope and dream a little bit. Um, and that's what we help women to do in the first section of power sheets. You're going to walk through kind of a reflection process. I like to consider it a mini like personal retreat, if you will. Um, yeah, I, the first time I went through it the whole way, I was like, I was not anticipating, which like, please, if you're (laughs) listening, don't be freaked out by this. Like, it's great. But like, I was not prepared for how long it was going to take me. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you like really dig deep. (laughs) Absolutely. And that is the most important part of the process. Cause like I said, choosing goals out of thin air and just jumping to the part where we set goals and write them down, like that's not going to be super helpful for you. So that's where we come in as the guide, as the expert um, in the content included in the power sheets prep um, section, the first section, uh, we walk you through this reflection process and it really does feel like a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. That's what we've heard is like, wow, it feels good to write down the real thing and like the real thing that I'm feeling. And these are, these don't need to be shown to anyone. This is like a journal where you can write the real thing and like maybe things that you've never really thought of you're forced to think about. Um, but it's a lot of fun too. Like that's my favorite part about the power sheets process is setting aside, you know, a couple hours to sit down and just dream about what I want the next year to look like, what I want my life to look like. So anyways, I would say that's definitely the most crucial part is the prep work process. And then from there, we walk you through marking threads in there. So there are going to be things that come up consistently and you might think it's a little repetitive, like, Oh, I keep writing this one thing, but you're going to go back and circle those themes that you're seeing. And we help you formulate those into goals. So you'll define big picture goals for the year. And then we'll help you break those down into 90 day goals. So we've learned that really it's only possible to focus on 90 day increments. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of the game changer in this year's power sheets is we focus more on those 90 day mini goals and helping you make progress within 90 days. So from there, you've set your goals and now you need to live it out month by month. So we have monthly sections and I mentioned this earlier, but the tending list uh, where we just have a space for you to write down what you're focusing on for the month. Um, and it's broken down by monthly, weekly, and daily action items Um, and what I love about the tending list is most people like you might DIY your goal setting and just write it down like on a checklist or something. But I love that the tending list has a progress bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are big on progress, not perfection. So what that looks like is, you know, you may 
looking back on your life, if you've had a goal to, you know, like run a half marathon or something and you trained for two months and you ended up not being able to run that half marathon, if you literally just wrote down on a checklist, run a half marathon, you probably are going to feel a little bit of guilt. Not like you can't check that out because you didn't actually run the half marathon, but you did train for two months and run every other day. Like that is progress to be celebrated. And I think that is something that I wish was more of the norm in our culture of mm-hmm. success and that like we should recognize the progress that you did make um, because that's not a complete failure, you know? Um, and that's what I love about our community is that we really, we really celebrate each other and celebrate the little by little steps um, that really do add up um, over time. So yeah, that's, those are the main three sections, um, three things that you walk you through prep work, goal setting, and then monthly tending, tending lists where you live it out over the year. I think my favorite part of the journal is the like quarterly check-in in those, like, what is it like eight different areas of your life? Maybe it's changing for the next yes. year, but like, I remember one time sitting down and like filling it out for like right now. And then I never like to look back at like last quarters until I've already done this quarters. Cause I like want to make sure that I'm not like swaying my opinions on how I think, I'm. <laughs> but it's like your, these eight areas, like your physical, spiritual work, finance, like all these different areas of your life. And you rate on one to 10, you know, how well are you doing in them? And I remember, um, one time like rating and thinking, man, I, like I haven't really improved from last quarter. And then I went and looked and compared it and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually have like really, yeah. You know, like sometimes you, that's, I think what I like about parachutes too, is the ability to look back and see where I've grown and what goals I have hit because I am like super type a type one on the Enneagram. Like if it's not checked off all the way, then it's not, it's not, um, it's not done. And, but power sheets allows me to see the growth that I do make, even if it's not to the finish line. Um, it's still, and I think that's, that's what a lot of people, struggle with in completing goals is that they have guilt, right? That it wasn't done perfectly. And oftentimes, like, it's like you said, like you think you did a terrible job. And then when you actually take the time to notice the progress that you did make, it's like, wow, okay. I actually, I'm way better at this thing. Or like I've completed way more of this thing than I, I thought I did. And that is the power of little by little to you. Like, I think that's what's really powerful about power sheets is it helps you to recognize those things, um, throughout your year. So that way you do actually, like, even if you get off track a little bit, like you can get back on because power sheets does a good job of reminding you of the progress, um, that you have made. So if teachers are listening and they are like, I want to get in on these, um, (laughs) can you like, where can people find you find y'all's team? Like, how can they get involved with this? Yeah, absolutely. First off, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for anyone who's going to be starting power sheets for the first time because 2021 power sheets, they launch on October 14th. Um, we have the one year versions that are launching on October 14th. Um, and I just, I'm so excited. I, the first time I opened up a set of power sheets, it was like truly a breath of fresh air for my life. Um, so I'm so excited for you if this is you and you're listening. Um, but you can find us at cultivatewhatmatters.com and everything is there on Instagram. It's cultivate what matters. Um, we do post a lot on Instagram, teaching content resources. Um, so you'll find a lot of free things over there as well. 
Um, yeah, those are, those are the two primary places that you should look for us. And y'all typically do like whenever power sheets launch and then like a, I don't know, November, December, y'all do some kind of like, um, week long series, right. Where y'all walk through, um, cause like I gifted my mom and my mother-in-law power sheets last year for Christmas. And my mom just like, (laughs) every time I'd ask her, she'd be like, I don't know where to start. And I'm like, go watch the videos (laughs) because (laughs) they can be overwhelming, but y'all do a great job at like providing education on how to get started. Yeah. And Kelly, I'm so excited. This is brand new this year. We are putting all of those videos into a custom built platform. Um, everything's going to be in one place now called goal school. And eventually next year, there will be a goal school premium version, um, to opt into, but for the time being, we're going to make the user experience so much better where you'll be able to find everything and get all those resources and those will open up on November 10th. So if you buy power sheets, you'll automatically get access to that. Um, and that's where, like Kelly said, we'll have videos to walk you through the prep work. And oftentimes, like you just need some encouragement and you just need someone to say, hey, you're doing this right. And that's that's kind of where we come along as your um, cheerleaders, if you will, um, from the Cultivate team um, to help guide you through that. But like you said, if you don't know how to get started, We often tell people the best way to get started is just literally writing your name. You don't have to have the perfect pens. You don't have to have perfect handwriting. Um, The most important thing is what you write inside. So even if you're writing with a black pen, even though I love, you know, those teachers won't be, they've got their flare (laughs) pens. They are ready. (laughs) No, I'm like, I know you have your perfect pen. And I actually, I do, I do have a favorite black pen. Um, But all that to say, just, the concept of it doesn't have to look Instagram perfect. It's more about the content that you write inside. So go ahead and dig in and write your name. Um, and you can do that literally as soon as your order arrives, or you can wait until November 10th when goal school opens up and those videos become available. Well, yay. I'm so excited. I can't wait to order mine and get mine. I'm so excited. (laughs) What, what, uh, real quick, what color are you going to choose? Um, I think I'm going to go with the, not the baby blue one, but like the more teal. Yes. Sea glass. Maybe I'll do the pink. Maybe that'll be my second choice. That's what I'm going with. I'm going yeah. with pink, pink sunrise. So never thought I'd see the day that I chose pink over blue, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Kelly. This was so fun. I love, love getting to talk with you. Yeah, it was great. I told you at the top of the show that next week I'd be releasing a series on racism and education. So here is a quick preview of what you can expect coming to your earbuds next week. We have a lot of rooted, deeply rooted issues in education. Who get centered as experts, whose voices we get to hear. And realizing that I do have biases, whether I done or not, we all do. We start talking so much about it so loudly And then we start muffling the voices of the people who have actually experienced it. I'm Kelly Jackson, owner of the Simply Organized Teacher and host of the podcast Simply Teach. What things do we as educators need to be aware of? What things do we need to be doing or consuming so that we can be creating the best possible learning environments for all of our students, especially our students of color? That's what this Racism in Education series is all about. Practical things that we can be doing as educators to educate ourselves, educate our students, and make changes that will last for generations to come. No matter where you are on this journey, you're welcome here.
Wasn't Kaylee just the sweetest? I was, in all honesty, having one of those no good, very bad days when I recorded with her or whenever I was planning to record with her. But the minute that we got on Zoom and we started talking, I immediately felt at ease and so much better. She just has like one of those personalities that really makes you feel comfortable no matter what. I am a huge fan of planning and goal setting. Y'all have heard me talk about it so many times. I always have been, but really only until the last two or, or three or maybe even four years have I actually been making goals that are trackable and that I'm able to meet. And that is because of the Power Sheets goal setting method. Currently right now, I'm in the middle of reading The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I see so much correlation between what he's writing in his book, his argument on focusing on one thing at a time, and the Power Sheets method of goal setting. I want to read you what I read this morning about what he says about the word priority. He says, to be precise, the word is priority, not priorities. And it originated in the 14th century from the Latin word prior, meaning first. If something mattered the most, it was a priority. Curiously, priority remained unpluralized until around the 20th century when the world apparently demoted it to mean generally something that matters, and the plural priorities appeared. With the loss of its initial intent, a wide variety of sayings like the most pressing matter, prime concern, and on the front burner pitched it to recapture the essence of the original. By focusing on one priority down the road, so the vision you have for yourself when you're 80, you can back up and make decisions on what one thing you need to focus on in the next five years. In order to meet that goal in five years, what can you focus on this year? This is what he talks about in this book on living in prior, living with priority. What can you focus on this month to meet this year's goal? And so on and so forth, all the way down to like, what can I focus on this hour to meet my goal for this week, for this month, for this year, five years, my life. That's the same process that the power sheets walk you through. Looking at that big vision for when you're 80 and then working backwards from there. When I was teaching, I did not write down any goals, really, personal or professional. I just didn't have time. And that's what I see and hear from teachers who are struggling to balance all the things that they have on their plate, even the things that teachers choose to add to their plates. Here's what I know about teachers. We care a lot about our kids. We care a lot about our jobs. We want to do everything that we can to provide the absolute best opportunities for our students. A lot of teachers are also parents and spouses, which means that they're also doing those same things for their own children. They're constantly putting themselves on the back burner. And you know what happens to food that gets put on the back burner? The things that we forget about, they burn. That's what happens to teachers. We put ourselves last and therefore we burn out and our jobs are no longer joyful. We come to school already thinking about the end of the day, thinking, you know, those countdowns, those emails that you get, like, Four weeks out from Thanksgiving break, they're already saying like, oh, we have, you know, so many days, so many hours until Thanksgiving break. That's what happens to teachers when we get burnt out, or at least that's what happened to me. And I don't want teachers to walk down that same path. That's why I think setting goals for yourself personally and professionally can help you find more balance. With power sheets, there's space for you to think about these things that bring you joy. And, and then you can set up these mini goals to find, uh, to figure out how to make those big goals, how to do those big things that you want to do. Like I shared with Kaylee, my favorite part is every quarter there is a, a opportunity to rate myself in these different areas of life, you know, family, marriage, whatever, all those things we, we talked about in the interview. One of them, I get to rate myself on 
how I'm doing on things that bring me joy. That means every 12 weeks or so, I am taking a critical look at how well I am practicing self-care and I can adjust if need be. I never did that in the classroom. I never took time to look through those things because I didn't have anything to like remind me to do that. I want to challenge you to think about your vision for yourself when you're 80. What things do you need to start doing right now to make that vision a reality? What goals or structures do you need to put into place this year, next year, even today to start working towards that? Also think about what is the vision you have for your students when they're 80? I would imagine all of us would probably come up with something along the lines of, we want them to be good humans. We want them to make the world a better place. So what things do you need to be focusing on right now in your classroom to make that a reality? Does that mean you need to improve your small group time or your guided reading time so that you can help kids learn to read? Do you want to focus on teaching your students how to be anti-racist? So what things do you need to be incorporating into your lessons today to make that future a reality? These are the kinds of things that I want you to think about. These are the things I want you to write down. Whether or not you buy a set of power sheets isn't the point here, although I really do think they will help you out. The point is to start thinking about yourself as more than just a teacher and start focusing on the things that bring you joy so that you can be more joyful in your classroom each and every day. If you do want to get a set of power sheets for 2021, like Kaylee said, they're going on sale on October 14th. I would love it if you use the links that I share in the show notes or on my website or in my emails to purchase your set of power sheets if you decide to do so. It's really such a simple way that you can help support the Simply Organized Teacher and Simply Teach, and it costs you zero extra dollars. Teaching is not an easy job. It's a job of sacrifice, but I want to remind you that you need not sacrifice everything about yourself, for your students, or for your job. Goal setting, whether it's with power sheets or not, is a great way to start reclaiming yourself, your joys, and guys, your time. The 2021 collection of power sheets is available starting next week, October 14th. Head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash power sheets to learn more and get your copy. All right, I will see you back here next week, starting on Monday with the introduction to the racism in education series. I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful to have you share it over on social media and tag me at the Simply Organized Teacher, or you can head to wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This episode was edited by the team over at Podcastology. Remember all the show notes, links to things we talked about, classroom organization resources, and all of the courses can be found over on my website, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. Make sure to join my email list and get weekly organization tips straight to your inbox by heading to thesimplyorganizedteacher.com slash email. Y'all have a great week.